are back. It's the Beards Wash Podcast, episode 120. Can't believe we're already this far into it. 120 episodes. 120 120. episodes. Wow. We're finally back on a Tuesday after two weeks in a row with internet going down. We did a Wednesday and then last week, scheduling conflicts. We are here. It's your boy, Gerald Nation. We got Jeeves. How you doing? Doing good. Hanging in there. All right. You guys can find me at uh, Jeeves1988 all across the board. And when he says all across the board, he means Instagram Twitter. and Twitter. There you go. And then if you've heard you've heard him before, you'll hear him again. Yep, that rumble in the background is not thunder. That's Corey Webster. Uh, we all survived the hurricane. Yeah. That's good, yeah. yeah. Luckily, just barely. But just barely. Skin <laughs> my teeth. I almost fell in a puddle. It was really deep. But, um, yeah, I survived. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at cj.web on Instagram and Corey Meets World, No Own World on Twitter. And for me, it is J-Roll Nation across the board, Twitter and Instagram. The podcast is the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook and the Beards Watch on Instagram and Twitter. Also, go hit our brewery reviews up on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. We just had our most spicy, yes, sir. spicy review of High Brewing. It did not get rave reviews, uh, so go check that out. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, it was, it was I watched. I watched it because we were so slow today at work. I watched it. I'm like, all right. Let's not say where Jeeves works, so he doesn't get me in trouble for that one. But we've got a first time here. We met this young lady, golly, about a month old, or so ago. Usually, we try to convince people on the podcast to come join us at Saeed's. We actually met somebody at, at Saeed's mm-hmm. who came back that night to enjoy basement festivities. And when I say that, I mean like beer pong, um, Mario Kart, beer Kart, whatever. Well, at that point, someone had lost a phone and other thing got scattered. So then we just ended up sitting upstairs in the living room shooting the breeze. And we were like, after she started telling us about her job, like, we got to get you on the podcast. Got her number. Got, finally got a date for the podcast. So she's here. Heather Powell, correct? Is that how you say it in mm-hmm. old English terms? Okay, all right. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Is this your first podcast? You yes, I've never done podcasts before. Okay, well, it's just, like as you said, it's just like sitting around talking. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I know, what is your official, well, what do we need to get into first? Actually, before you dive into that, we have a tradition here. Mm-hmm. We've done it for the past 40 or so episodes. We played Birio Kart before each each podcast. Or Cario Mart. Car- yes, which I was awful at. <laughs> or Cario Mart, which she informed us is another way of calling it. Then she informed us, I guess she had told us this at Saeed's night, but she doesn't drink beer. But we weren't going to make her drink a liquor drink, because she doesn't have to drive home. We all drank our one beer. You have to drink your beer, finish your beer before all three of your laps are up, and you can't drink or drive. Yeah, uh, we gave her the tastiest of beers. Yes. Um, I mean, not to... Step on any toes. Never mind. It's, we might get a sponsor one day. <laughs> <laughs> can you really? I don't know if you can really call any beer tasty, but I'll yeah. whatever you say. I, 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 I disagree with that. There are some tasty beers out yeah. there. I know you're a little. I mean, acquired we, taste, maybe. It is. Uh, beer is beer definitely, definitely an acquired taste. taste. So, I mean, did you always like the taste of liquor? Never really minded it. No. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Most people have that story of uh, being a little kid and their dad hands them a beer. It's like, oh, blue, that's nasty. Yeah. But then you just you learn to it. appreciate the cost and the fact that yes. it makes you feel funny. Yeah. 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 Never, never learned to appreciate the taste of beer. Okay. Give it time. And that was evident in her beerio cart <laughs> racing. She, we told her she was player two, but she forgot that the big numbers on the screen mean what position you are on the track. Right. So she was following the second place, which was G's, but her fourth place was going in backwards yep. as Luigi. Hey, until trend-setting. <laughs> whatever you yeah, want to call it. You know what I mean? I like so I, fin- I I notched my 24th win. Uh, Jeeves, you're still at five. at five. Yeah, You've had five for a long time. Duvall's hopped you twice there at seven now. Uh, yeah. Corey, you've been at two for a long time. I'm getting real comfortable at two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't want to change things up. Let's, let's see how two goes. Okay. All right. Yes. There you go. There's your set your goal. Maybe you'll get a win before the end of 2018. Let's see. Okay. Adam's still at two. Bucks at one. Dylan, Alex, Jack are all at one. And our first timer record is now at one and 38. So. In my defense, it has been like five years since I played that. Okay, fair enough. I was never great at it, but I'm really bad today. Well, I think your quote in the middle of it was. I'm not, you know, it was never about winning. It was just about maybe, you know, catching a buzz. Yeah. We, we yeah. probably weren't going to 
be the best at it, but it's all good. I mean, yeah, fun. and then you get extra credit for the fact that you apparently normally play with liquor anyway. Yes, so, that's um, bananas. To yeah, me. yeah, that's that's. Because I don't know whoever your friends were, and if they were drinking beers and you were drinking liquor, that is just like to yeah, me, you're yeah. playing on like expert level, and they're still <laughs> down to the beginner. Yeah, because you right. drink two or three solo cups worth of mixed drinks, you're like. Yeah, seven beers ahead of everybody. He's on Rainbow yeah. Road. Everybody yeah. else, is, yeah, it's on the Weezy's track at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So respect for that. So all right. So back to it. Let's get to know you. You were telling us, explain kind of what your job title is and what you do because when we were buzzed after Saeed, mm-hmm. though you told me, wait, wait, we met you at Saeed. You said you were completely sober. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wild to me. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you go to Saeed sober? Well, um, I like to people watch, and I like to dance, and I don't need liquor to dance. Fair enough. So what would be your favorite song to dance to? Depends like club that. type of dance. Like the Saeed's type of uh, dance. Yeah. It depends. It depends. Okay. Because Saeed's always plays a little bit of everything once everybody's done, you know, doing their karaoke thing. Yeah. Which I very much enjoy watching because there's do you always... Sing? No. Okay. There's not enough alcohol in the world to make me do karaoke. Wow. Okay. That's <laughs> statement here. That, that is. I will sing in the audience. I will sing in the car, but okay. I will not go up to What's your favorite friend. song to see somebody sing that you will sing along to karaoke? I don't really have a favorite one. I just okay. enjoy mm-hmm. watching the karaoke, but okay. I'll go and hang out and dance and come on. So, so the, how often do you go to Saeed's? Yeah. Um, it depends. I haven't been in about two or three weeks now. Um, but so it's in the last time we... Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and I don't always stay sober at Saeed's. <laughs> okay. I would hope not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough place to stay sober. I know. That's the toughest place to stay sober. Many, many times I have Ubered myself to Saeed's and, mm-hmm. yeah. and partook in, you know, more yeah, than just water. Yeah, and to through some of that it's singing, you got yeah. a little buzz. On the evening that I was there and I met you guys, I was one of the sober people. Okay. So how in the world did... Us being highly intoxicated, did you feel like these seem like trustworthy? People? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure I started dancing with your wife. That, that's probably a possibility. No, that's that was like, sort of like the first night she'd been out. Like we had a kid last November, and it's very rare that we both get it cut loose like that. So I think that's how I got roped in all this. Oh, roped, roped in. Okay, <laughs> all right. But but obviously we were trustworthy enough. You came back. Yeah, we were gonna play. Well, I mean, you didn't seem like serial killers. So that's good. I'm, yeah, glad, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad she's not a serial killer. I rode in her car. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I rode in her I car to cookout. Because oh. like, we, I, everybody, everybody had left. Everybody yeah. left at the same time. But yeah. taking them to cookout, yeah. that's like adult candy. Yeah, like, and then Cheeks, like, yeah, like, cause Cheeks was in town. <laughs> Cheeks was in town, so yeah. he's like, I want cookout. So when you text me and say, hey, we're going to cookout, we'll be at the house in a little bit. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess we're going to cook out because I was in your car. Yeah. And so we went to cook out on Sunset. Yeah. And I'm like. Which you forgot existed. Yes. And you kept telling me. I did. I forgot. Days, I was so. There's not a cookout there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you learned real quick on the first two hours of knowing Gene how he is drunk, which he repeats everything over yeah. and over. And, and, and it's like, so we go to cook out. And then. Adamant like, that that cookout did not exist. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. And then And then she's like. Well, hell, we can stop by my house real quick, too. I'm like, See, that's Fuck. normally... That's, that's where this story <laughs> is. I'm like, wait, I just met you. <laughs> no, you weren't. You I made it. No, wait. The, I'm sure Gene's all about We were talking about my new truck. And yes. he wanted to see that's, my new yeah. truck. What's so the new truck? I have a 2014 F-150. Yeah, okay. Good choice, F-150. he wanted to see my new truck. I'm like, well, we have to drive right past my house. I'll point it out to you. Yeah. So, in my defense, that is what the whole that's house is. Sounds, that sounds he, sure. You're making it sound like it's a creepy serial killer. No. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm glad you weren't. You're but at that point. all about it. No, yeah. I'm sure he was. Like, at, at our level of sobriety. He's like over there eating chicken nuggets. He's big. Nah, I was. But yeah, I mean, even if she's going to kill me, at least she fed me first. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she's she ready to fatten you up for cadavers. She has to do a new job. like, we need a new test dummy for the interns. Uh, so. This is what happens when you eat cookout. Cut open that belly now. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, we just ended up sitting up. I could have swore you had a beer in your hand when we were sitting there. But I guess no, it was just no, right. she didn't. Okay. No, well, it may have been you hallucinating. It, more than likely. Probably absolutely was. correct. So, what is it that you do? I'm an emergency medicine clinical pharmacist. What does that mean mm-hmm. in, like, terms that maybe we or anybody else listening who has no idea what it means? <laughs> yeah. So... 
first, I'm, I'm a pharmacist. Okay, um, right. And I, after I finished my degree, um, you can do residencies in pharmacy, very similar to what you do with um, yeah, like physicians. Doctor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after I got my PharmD, I did two years of residency. Um, the first year of residency for pharmacy is kind of like a generalized residency, mm-hmm. which you pretty much do everything in the hospital. Um, right. Kind of like a broad you know, overview essentially kind of gets you well-rounded, so to speak. And then after you do your first year of residency, you can elect to do a second year of residency mm-hmm. in a certain specialty, which there's a ton of different specialties you can do. And I just chose emergency medicine and did an extra year of residency in emergency medicine so that I could stay in the emergency department and have that as my, my so area of expertise. what's your typical night look mm-hmm. like working? Because you just said you got off of, Wait, what did you take? You said you got off the mornings and now you're on nights or? Well, yeah, my schedule is kind of skewed. I know hospitals 24-7, so you yeah. kinda, it's all kind of crazy. But So I actually did not shift over Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I worked 6 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. all of those days. Oh, and then I went back on days today. Okay. I did um, an 11, 7.30 shift, and I'll do that the rest of the week. But my schedule is kind of skewed because I'm the cover person essentially. Okay. Um, so one of our night shift pharmacists was out generally for the night shift people, they work seven on seven off. Okay. So they'll do, um, their, their week and then they'll have a week off and there's two right. people that rotate through those shifts wow. for the day shift. Normally we have a 6am to 6, 6 30 PM. And then we have an overlap, yeah. which is usually the 11, 7 30. Okay. Um, depending on whether or not we're doing eights or tens for the overlap. So what goes on in a typical shift? You're like I said, you're a pharmacist, so you're handling drugs, right? Mm-hmm. What's what you know? Just a normal day, and then we can get into like a crate, the craziest day you've ever had. But yeah. what is your like your job responsibilities? So um, essentially, where where I am, the the clinical pharmacist is obviously responsible for all of the order reviews. None of the orders will go to a patient without being reviewed by a pharmacist. Essentially, so we go in and we verify orders. I'm um, looking at, you know, standard things that you would think that the pharmacist was looking at pre meds. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, we do culture review. So any patients who got discharged from the emergency department will look at their cultures, make sure whatever antibiotics they were sent home on were appropriate, make sure they get their appropriate treatment, follow up with them. Um, we do um, emergency response. So pretty much any type of emergent patient that comes into the emer- into the ED um, any type of STEMI, stroke, code, trauma, um, respiratory distress, anything like that, we're bedside um, yeah. part of the response team. So bedside dosing, um, like if we need to intubate a patient, mm-hmm. I'll pull up all the drugs, I'll dose the drugs. Um, we're there to also not only do medication dosing, um, but also make um, therapeutic recommendations. Uh, if we come up with any, um, usually we're there as an information resource as well for medications and treatment options for both the physicians, the nurses, pretty much anybody that wants to come and ask us a question. We get questions pretty much all day long. So y'all are like the first line of defense uh, for when a, an emergency happens, they come in, you're the one who, like, after the doctor says something crazy, you're the one who has to catch it and be like, oh, no, he can't have that. Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, I wouldn't say that my doctors say anything crazy, but essentially, right. essentially, yeah. Um, right. Most of the time, we'll have like discussions. Um, we're pretty good about being teams, so you know, everyone like say if it's in a code or something, you know, does anyone else have any plans? Like, what if we miss? Like, let's go through our H's and T's. So basically, like during a code blue, I'll be over by the code card. I'll be dosing medications. Mm-hmm. I can make that side drips if I need to, but I'm also going through like H's and T's and seeing if there's any reversible causes. Trying to think, like, in a toxicologic manner, like, what could potentially be, like, a medication issue, um, just things like that. But we get, we get a lot of antibiotic questions, um, sepsis alerts, um, lots of different other, like, maybe not, like, the bread and butter treatment because all of your physicians are going to know, you know, if you have a pneumonia patient, like, this is what I use. But if you can't use those standard treatments in that patient or you have, like, a really complicated patient and they're not 100% sure... Like, what antibiotics should I use on this patient? Then you can right. call the pharmacist, and we can go and, and make that recommendation for you. So compared to, like, the general store pharmacists, y'all are, like, the on Inside. the firing lines. like Yeah. yeah. Essentially, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, for community pharmacy, which would be mm-hmm. kind of what you referenced, um, I could not do that. So yeah. to anyone that do that, you're my hero. 
Um, we have a lot of interaction with them also because they'll call and get clarification on, on certain medication mm -hmm. prescriptions that went out. But I mean, it's a completely different world. It's more on the, the right. clinical so side. So you're like inpatient, they're I'm going through labs. I'm going through, you know, looking at the, the patients from a clinical standpoint and trying oh. to look at their different treatment options versus just their medication treatment and mm -hmm. the other things that constitute a community pharmacist. Hmm. Nice. Well, that was the first time we ever had the word toxicologically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you were able to say that. I, I was trying to repeat over and over while listening to her and not messing up because I'm not good with words like that sometimes, mm -hmm. especially after a chug beer and a half here. Yeah. So, all right, so what made you want to get into this field? Because yeah, it, it seems like, like just kind of like something I, I didn't really know existed. Obviously, it's, it's there, but I had no idea. Like, oh, there's the... What, what was that deciding factor when you were going up through the school ranks? Mm -hmm. So I actually had no idea that pharmacy was so diverse either. Okay. Um, I grew up with a veterinarian. Um, my mom is Okay. Is Where are you so from originally? I'm from Bertie County, North Carolina, which is okay. about four and a half, five hours from here out okay. towards the coast. And did this kind of bring you out to the Charlotte region? It did. Okay. It did. My second year of residency brought me. Because you went to Campbell. I did right, for, for, for my farm, yeah. Okay, what did you, where'd you go for the first, what, your regular undergrad? For undergrad, Elizabeth yeah. City State. Okay, where's Elizabeth City State? Is that Raleigh? Actually, it's close by the Elizabeth City. Yeah. Yeah. Elizabeth okay. City. I thought there, isn't there a woman's college in Raleigh? Uh, Meredith. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meredith, Meredith that's right. Raleigh, okay. Yeah. Elizabeth, it, I know Elizabeth and Meredith are just two women's names, so. All right, so Elizabeth City, it's near the coast? Okay. So you did that, and then your residency, Campbell-wise? So I did Elizabeth City site for undergrad. I went to Campbell for my farm day, and then I went to Moorhead City, North Carolina, for my first year of residency at a community hospital there, and mm -hmm. then I came to um, Charlotte for my second year okay. of residency. Did you like the beach life? Oh, I love the beach. Beach mm -hmm. life better than now out here? Well... I do love the beach, and I'm having some serious beach withdrawals. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the place that I used to work was in one of the mandatory evacuation oh, zones. I bet. So, yeah. um, but no, I really like the area a whole lot more than I, I thought I was going to. I'm, yeah. I'm probably going to stick around for a while. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, okay, so then back to the original question what you're at Elizabeth City. What were you, what was your, was your undergrad in? So, my undergraduate degree um, was um, biology pre-med and then mm -hmm. um, chem pre-farm. I actually gotcha. double majored because I wasn't 100% sure what I was doing with my life. Um, but when I got into pharmacy school, I, I dropped my double major. That's a pretty good, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Right. Double major, yeah. though. That's not like, yeah. yeah. One was liberal arts. You knew you wanted to be a doctor. I knew that I was going to get my doctorate and I knew that I was going to do something medical. So that's yeah. why mm -hmm. I did the, the biochem dual Yeah, degree. right. Um, but again, I grew up with a veterinarian, so I was pretty familiar. With Your mom was a veterinarian? My mom right. was okay. yeah. Yeah, she owns her own practice back home. Oh, nice. Um, but also, both of my parents were EMTs. Um, okay. So I also was an EMT, and I still am in North Carolina. I just don't use it. Yeah. Um, whenever I go home, I'll volunteer, like if the fire department has a call or something. So I've maintained that. I just don't regularly use it for a job anymore. Okay. Um, but from about 2009 or 2010 through undergrad and you know, through grad school and everything, I would go home and work on weekends. Okay. Um, so I grew up with, with that concept of the medical field, and I knew that I wanted to do something. I knew I wasn't in love with veterinary medicine. Um, I considered becoming a physician, but doing EMS, I really, like, realized that I don't want to mm -hmm. do physical exams and different yeah. things all the Fair time. Enough. So that wasn't yeah. really down my alley. Um, so I was really trying to figure out, like, what I was going to do with my life. And my mom is actually the one who suggested pharmacy because, you know, your mom knows you better than anybody. <laughs> and um, she pointed out that over the course of the years, even when I was over there helping her, that I was always more interested in the, in the pathophysiology of the disease and the medications and how they affected that pathophysiology and the underlying mechanisms. Well, words have never to, been used here before. Yeah. 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 So, like, she would have, you know... I you might be the most thing. educated person we've ever had. <laughs> exactly. We added everyone's education together. Who would have known you meet somebody at Saeed's that may be getting their doctorate? Oh, later that's on. what I expect when I go to Saeed's. I mean, yeah, this exactly. is bananas. But it's awesome. <laughs> you already had your doctorate. So why haven't we been calling you doctor the whole time? Oh, please right. don't. 
Don't you know? <laughs> Heather's just fine. Heather's just fine. Wow. Doctor. She has a Doctor Heather. Do you like Doctor Heather or Doctor Powell? Doctor Powell's my mama. Okay. Fair enough. You got your doctorate. My apologies for not realizing oh, that, that's but fine. that's bananas. So yeah, the most educated person we've ever had a podcast. Yeah. That we met at Saeed's. It's wild how that's just, <laughs> just how it's all connected. It doesn't make any sense, but Close it makes sense. Close our minds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're all, sorry for interrupting your no, story fine. time there. So you're there, and then you finally realize, okay, I want to do something pharmacy. And, yeah, my mom was yeah. the one that suggested looking into pharmacy just because I was always interested in the medications and, and how they affected whatever she was she was mm-hmm. treating. And I looked into it and realized that it was a really diverse um, field, that you could pretty much do anything you really wanted with it. You could be a community pharmacist, you could work in the hospital, and then I found out about different specialties, right. and um, it kind of grew from there, yeah. and I wound up going right back to emergency medicine. Nice. All right. So the adrenaline, is that part of it for you? Comparing the, the uh, general pharmacy? I think more so the challenge versus the adrenaline. Okay. I like I like being challenged when I go to work. I don't mm-hmm. like seeing the same thing every single day. Right. You don't want to just fill old men's, uh, you know, their the, the, the blue, yeah. <laughs> blue pill prescriptions. I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, so let's get what is what would be the wildest day you've had so far in this position, uh, um, or this week, whichever. Yeah, uh, this, <laughs> week, this week hasn't been bad. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, I can't really like pinpoint one one yeah. day, but mm-hmm. I mean, if like a a lot of critical level patients come in, especially if you're the only one in the ED, if we've like if it's night shift or we don't have an overlap coverage in the middle of the day, um, crazy kind of constitutes different things. Um, we could just be really, really busy and there's a lot of, um, you know, schematic issues to deal with as far as getting medications and, you know, Mm -hmm. keeping orders down and we're just like a really high volume day. Um, or we could have a lot of critical patients or we could have like a combination of both. So it really kind of depends on, on what you want to define as a crazy day. Um, as far as... Gunshot wounds. Oh, gunshot wounds happen. Okay. Is that, like, regular, or is that, like, it's a not bad irregular. day for you? Yeah. No, yeah. it's not irregular. It's not What's the dumbest gun, gunshot wound you've got? <laughs> yeah. Like, have you had somebody, like, blow their foot off because mm-hmm. they were reloading their shotgun and forgot it was, like, loaded? I mean, I've heard of <laughs> stories heard, yeah. like that, yes, but... Um, How about... Oh, wait, you said you were... EMT as well, right? Mm-hmm. There was a wild story I heard out there about how many every year people get stuff stuck stuff stuff stuck up their butt. Oh, well, that's a real thing. <laughs> that is. <laughs> what? Just, just frequently. Yes. No. That it. Like I remember yeah. reading like because and it would be like pint glasses. Right. Exactly. Like I, I've heard that yeah. question before. Have you ever come yeah. across a butt plug scenario there? I mean, we've had some interesting things. Um, and I guess you can't talk too much about it. Right. The patient. Pay, yeah. Pay, 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 pay. yeah, we're not saying any names. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, we've had people with odd things showing mm-hmm. up their rectum, yes. Rectum? Uh, haven't used that word on here either. We're just talking about the booty hole or the butt. This is the highest educated podcast we've ever had. Also, I forgot to, yeah, I forgot to say Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. Yeah. That's us. I can't see that. So what? What's she nope. saying? There's plenty of them. There's plenty of them. Exactly. We're number one. All Don't you time. worry. We're the best taking one. those shots yeah. over there. <laughs> Blowing off foots and holes. Yeah. And <laughs> shot it was people. an honest, like, curiosity How many? Question. Oh, there's, there's millions. Yeah. Millions of okay. podcasts that are recorded in the basement, yeah. but we are number one, hands down. I have down. no doubts. But I, I'm just, I just All right. Just make sure. What else? All right, now we're burying the lead here. What, yes. What, what have you been up to recently? Yeah, that's, okay, so I'm kind of starting to put the pieces together mm-hmm. of your mom's a veterinarian, but I thought something that was bonkers was just a couple weeks ago, I see that you post that you're minute you're going to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yep. First one, oh, what is she going to Tulsa, Oklahoma? And then you come back and you've gotten first place in this miniature horse competition. I'm like, mm-hmm. one... This is the smartest person we've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> yep. Highly yep. most educated degreed. And now it's the first time we've had like a miniature horse razor competition 
winner here too. Mm. So like most decorated podcast guest, maybe we've ever had. We haven't had a Panthers yeah, cheerleader. Purple Heart around here somewhere. How in the world do you get into miniature show horses? Mm-hmm. So. Um, Back when I was younger. And I also say the most countryed accent yeah. that I had on the podcast. And that's not a bad That's a lot of most. Yeah, a lot of most. Yeah. You're breaking a lot. You're, you're putting a lot of firsts, mm-hmm. check marks next yep. to this podcast. Well, right. I'm happy. There you go. Contribute. Um, mm-hmm. So when I was younger, um, I grew up, obviously, with a lot of different animals and pets and different things, right. um, being that my mom is a veterinarian. But my, um, my entire family rode horses. And so I grew up with riding horses and um, I actually used to do three-day events with my mom when I was younger and for those who don't know what a three-day event is that's a um, event including dressage cross-country and stadium jumping um, okay so all, all around equestrian essentially mm-hmm. yes and it's a lot of fun now is um, that that's regular size horses regular size mm-hmm. horses so I did like the pony club thing I did three-day events like that's pretty much what I did when I was younger and when I started getting a little older we we had a pet pony yeah (laughs) and when I started going to some of the local shows they started incorporating you know miniature horse classes and he pulled a cart so I would take my big horse we would ride the big horses if we went to like a local show or a state fair or something and then we would take the mini and we would drive him because he's a lot of fun to drive and then we found out that there were registries and different things for the miniature horses. And once I got into, you know, dealing with college and different things, we became more and more involved. I guess it kind of escalated because you can't really ask a hunter-jumper horse, hey, I haven't ridden you in weeks and I haven't jumped you in a month, but hey, let's go do this competition. That's mm-hmm. not very fair. You kind of have to keep them in a little bit better shape than that. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot to keep up a three-day event horse, and it's just not something that I had time to do. Um, so it started way before I started getting more involved with school and different things, but I think it... So that was like your hobby. That was like, instead of playing like soccer or softball, you did equestrian. Now, like, I saw the video of you riding that, or like, I thought you were either going to like throw like a Roman spear at somebody (laughs) when you were riding that chariot, or you were like going to do like a little race, like in one of those movies and like... So they actually have Roman chariot classes. They have Roman chariot classes. But they're like full-on toga Roman chariot. I mean, I'm all for that. Exactly. Like when you take a trip I don't do that class. You don't do that class. No, but it's like a lot of fun because you run as fast as That's what I'm saying. That's all I want to do. Go fast. We're in NASCAR country. You're like going fast. Going fast in a whole... Toga and gear. Oh, there's definitely gear. a market for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like we could have a ton of hits on YouTube. <laughs> of Corey, myself, Jeeves, oh, wow. and somebody else. Just. But the only caveat to that is you have to learn how to drive a horse. I mean, that's... Hey, I've ridden like a, a, a state fair pony before. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because I didn't compete doesn't mean I, I couldn't. Yeah, I've petted a Clyde yeah, still. That's, that's good enough, right? Exactly. Right? That's, that's like... Totally, yeah, that's a good... Totally yeah. good. All right, so how... Like, so you're competing. So when did you start competing? So with... With the miniatures at the national level or just in general? In general. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go to the miniatures at national. I don't remember what year we started, but we actually, I think the first year we ever went to nationals was maybe like 2004, 2005. Okay. So, I mean, it started like way before I, I started getting really busy, but we still did a lot with the with the big horses back then as well. Like our family vacations were taking the, the truck and the trailer to yeah. the mountains and camping out for a weekend and riding 12 hours, so did 8, 12 hours a day. So did end up being, is that, like, was that, like, your passion for it? So that was, um, with, with the family, like, being busy and different things, that was still, since we loved doing the horse shows and we loved, um, having, you know, that type of interaction and doing it, that was a way for our family to still be able to be involved in equestrian, even though we didn't necessarily have time to, maybe ride our big horses all the time or, you know, stay as involved as we would have liked in those yeah. areas. Um, so you would be surprised how many people that do miniatures that came from, like, Arabians or, yeah. you know, quarter horses wow. or, you know, something like that. Um, so there's a, a lot of people who used to do large horses and show large horses that kind of went over to the miniatures. Yeah. Um, but they are pretty popular, and it's it Nationals has grown, I think, I mentioned to you earlier, um, it's it's the largest miniature horse show in the world. Is the one in Tulsa um, every year in September. It's a two week long show. Yeah. And I think 
One year we had over 2,000 horses present, but... Um, just, oh, all together. All together. Okay. Mm-hmm. All so together. then you just trot in. This is your humble brag. You just trot mm-hmm. in for like three days and you get first place? Well, is that how have... good you are? All right. Exactly. No, not horses. Oh, your horses. Yeah. So, like, so is that how you show the horse on that chariot or is there... So that... W- w- there's cart classes, which are driving classes, and there's different disciplines that you can do yeah. in a cart. But there's also in-hand classes. There's also um, there's halter classes. Pretty much anything that you can think that you do with a big horse, mm-hmm. you can do it. And there's probably a class for it with a miniature horse. Gotcha. It's just mm-hmm. all in hand instead of riding, except for the cart is pretty yeah. much the same. So there's halter classes, which is basically confirmation and um, you know showmanship. Um, there's showmanship classes. There's uh, hunter jumper classes. Jumper is way harder with minis because you have to run, which is not as so fun. You gotta, you gotta run beside it. You have to run with the horse versus just How many people have you seen wipe out? Oh, lots. <laughs> <laughs> Myself being one. Really? <laughs> yeah. You have that video? I, no. Uh, my goodness. Okay. It's not on video, but so I, I have like wiped out. Okay. Um, what do you like? You wipe out, you just gotta get up and brush it off and keep moving, right? Yeah. Like it's just, well, and point, everybody goes, ooh. Get back on the horse. Yeah, not, right. not hopefully, but, yeah. hopefully you wipe out after you cross the timing laser. Okay. But other than that, yeah. But I mean, they're they're pretty fun uh, breed to mess with. They're they're really diverse. You can do pretty much anything you want with them. I'm still trying to understand the physiology. Like so, so there's horses, there's ponies, and then is a mini horse like a smaller version of a big horse, or is it a giant? That's so a great question. Um, there's <laughs> there's your standard horses, there's ponies, which is really a height difference mm-hmm. um, how many hands they are. Technically, um, if you if you go by that definition, miniature horses are ponies, and they were bred down from Shetlands. Uh, so it's like are, like dogs where they bred certain mm-hmm. sizes. It's just a, a breed down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But um, interestingly, a lot of miniature horses are dual registered Shetland ponies. Like the one I was driving mm-hmm. the other day is ASPC registered, AMHR registered, and AMHA registered. ASPC being the American Shetland Pony Club, mm-hmm. AMHR being the American Miniature Horse Registry, and AMHA right. being the American Miniature Horse Association. And the difference between the registry and the association is the sizes that they recognize. So AMHA only recognizes horses that are 34 inches and under at the withers. AMHR has two size divisions. They recognize the A size horses, which are 34 and under at the withers, and also the B size horses, which were anywhere from 34 to 38 inches at the withers. Woo! <laughs> That's a lot of information out there, boys. I feel like I'm she just, just dropped a freestyle. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just used to having a sport to show up whatever size your size right. is. You just hit the ball, run right. with the ball. And <laughs> Only horses I ever get to ride are U-shaped. Uh, <laughs> at the carnival, at the exactly. parasail yeah. around. You know what I mean? They don't really group those that yeah. way. Yeah. I still get to ride um, my full-size horse. I'm trying to get her down. Now, those are all back... Home right now, yes. Okay, but I'm actually going to Ireland in February to fox hunt. Mm. Fox How in the world is this I, yeah, about? I know, right? Yeah. Uh, what, what, okay, so one thing obviously, we know you're highly intelligent because you have a doctorate. Yeah, there's no, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about that. But you, I'll say it, you wear it well because you don't have that presence of like I'm better than you. I'll say it because I had no idea. Not that you're not. No, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> like, you, you, you seem very so. Like I said, we met you at Saeed's, which is still bonkers mm-hmm. that you're a doctor in Saeed's. Yep. I think that's cool. But then, like, you come on the podcast and you're talking in a way that I feel like it's still not like, well, I, you know, da da da. But mm-hmm. how in the world are we? You, you're going to fox hunt and yeah, that sounds like so a like fun. a polo. I'm sure it's fun. It's so much fun. Now, do you get to bring any of those pelts back? So I don't care if we catch the fox. Oh, you just want to... fox doesn't uh, matter. Okay. The fox is not... Because the only fox hunt I remember, I think there was in Mary Poppins, was there a fox hunt scene? And maybe yeah, in Fox and the Hound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was. So they yeah, just... Yeah, and they just run yeah. around. Is that all? Do you get to blow the horn? No, I don't think I get to blow the horn. Oh, That's the hunt master's job. the hunt master. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know about the hunt master, no. So you just get to ride the horse and just jump over bushes and... So as I mentioned before, back when I was younger, um, when I was doing Pony Club and showing my three-day event horse... Um, one of the things that I used to do is go and take um, cross-country lessons with up in Virginia with an instructor, and that instructor also was involved in a fox hunt club, so I would go fox hunting 
mm-hmm. um, with my cross country instructor, which is essentially cross country, just chasing hounds and, and going really, really fast. Yeah. So not at like a, a regular pace or not at a, you know, this is the jump that you do first type yeah. of thing, but just run around like a crazy person, follow the hounds and jump everything in your way, which is fantastic. Um, so no, yeah. we don't care about the fox. We just are there actually people around. in the group that are trying to actually get the fox, or I never tried to get the fox. You never the dogs tried. want the fox, but oh, I don't care dogs. about okay. the fox. So I just want to chase the hounds. Gotcha. You're just chasing hounds because you are, as we noticed, I do remember that that night at science, you're a big dog person. Oh yes, I you got the two mm-hmm. big old horses. Surprised they didn't eat Jeeves' face off. When you were, oh, you just drove by. Yeah, just drove by. Are they very protective of you? Um, yes and no. Um, if I invite the person in the house, they'll probably lick you to death. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. just show up at the house and try and come in, then they will probably well, that's not That's like what it. I would like yeah, to have my yeah. dog. It's yeah. just a random show up. So. Especially in my lab. <laughs> yeah. She, my lab cross is actually kind of more protected than my Doberman. Yeah. But, oh. So, breaking stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> every, every lab I've ever met just wants to lick my face and get eat food out of my hand. But. Every lab I've ever had has been very protective. Oh, wow. So, back to the horses. So, you just, you hadn't really, I mean, you don't get a lot of practice time in, right? Because you seem extremely busy with the mm-hmm. job you have now. Mm-hmm. I. It sounds like your time management skill is A++++ because... <laughs> Like, you're able to, you know, work these wild schedules, go to Ireland for fox hunts, come join us on this podcast on a random Tuesday in September. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't well, even... You were re- on the way home, so... Well, that's good. <laughs> so, yeah, so you... But you, are you now closer to your hospital that well, you moved? I'm a little bit farther from my hospital, but I... I feel like our feelings are, like... Our feelings are hurt that you were so close and now you're so far after we just met you. you well, I didn't meet you until after I had already decided mm-hmm. to move. No, she's sad. definitely trying to get away from us. Yes, mm-hmm. that's yeah. fair. I mean, she was nice enough to come visit. Then she's like, no, I've got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Exactly. Now. So you're on So you're on the way. You're, you passed here on your way home. Are you close to your hospital now or farther away? Just a little bit further, but it's mm-hmm. not bad. Okay. Why was the, why did you choose to move up there again? Um, well, I really like the area. Yeah. Um, I'm not, no offense to anyone that lives in Charlotte, mm-hmm. but I'm not a city person. Understood. Yeah. No, you don't say. It was kind of like a necessary evil for a while, but I've been trying to get back to, you know, not being in a larger country city area. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, trying to get back to the country living. Mm-hmm. You can get, that's the thing though, I think you can get some country living like in Huntersville. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a lot more expensive than it is where I live. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of all terrain, you know. If you, if you want, you can move out yep. you know, towards the beach, towards Lake Norman. But That's a yeah, great you're, you're going yeah. to play a pretty penny for it. Yeah. So how far are you away from Saeed's now? Oh, Saeed's, I'm, I'm actually closer to Saeed's. Oh, okay. Right. I moved right up well. That's right, you moved right up yeah. so, Not okay. too bad. All right, fair enough. I'll still be Ubering to Saeed's every once in a while. You That's better. it. That's the only time she'll ever hang out with this guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she won't ever come brewery hopping with us because she doesn't like beer. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. All right, well, so, but back to the horse, though, you you hadn't practiced, but you just decide, like, did you have the Tulsa plans in there, or was it just kind of like, oh... Oh, yeah, Tulsa happens every year. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was like you had planned to go there and fly out. Yeah. Um, but how in the world with no practice you end up with a first place? Is the competition that weak or are you just that good? Well, I know. You just got Well, skills. my horse has been driving and showing. Yeah. I just necessarily wasn't always there with her. Yeah. But, I mean, I know how to drive. I've been driving for, I don't remember how long. But um, the the pet pony that we had that pulled the cart, that was when I was like six years old. So. Yeah. Well, I think, how long did things live? Mm. I don't know. Minis can live into... Pretty far. I think we have one in the right Have you months. been up to the mini horse farm up this way? Mm-mm. Remember, there's one up there near 201. You go past 201 there Central, there's a little mini horse farm up there. I, I never even know the name of it. I, I do not know the name of it. It's, 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 I'll have to Google it. Yeah. Jeans, wait a second. Aren't you the Google man? Yeah. Look at him for getting his job. There was, there was one right past 201 on the way to Renaissance Festival. I think there was a, in my, I don't know if it's still there, but there was a miniature horse farm. Okay. Oh. Yeah. No, I So it's not as city as you think on these outskirts of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. That's why I, I figured you know. You're a doctor and you rule the world, so I didn't no, know. I, I like the fact that I can drive not very far away from Charlotte and kind of be more so in, in a country-type setting. Oh, I got you. I understand. More in, in the, like, a middle of nowhere yeah. almost because 
I come from a very rural county. Mm-hmm. And, you don't you know, say. I know. <laughs> in my defense, my mom is from Alabama, so this is... Ah, see, I was going to say, like, I knew somebody from um, from Elizabeth City, and it's like, she didn't have that big of an accent, but... Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's kind of a combination. Yeah, no, I, I, I got a lot of family in Alabama, and I, I appreciate it. I feel like I'm not yeah. Uh, Huntsville, mostly. Um, My grandma's in Scottsboro, which is an hour east of Huntsville. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we visit once every couple of years. So you're like almost right here. I hope not. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I can tell his skin tone. Try to get away from my family. I mean, you met little Jamal upstairs. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. That's right. The family resemblance mm-hmm. is strong. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's, it's hereditary. So, do you have any brothers, sisters? No. No, only child. Mm-hmm. The only one getting to run the, the mm-hmm. horseshoes. I have someone that I claim is my brother. Yeah. So how how much longer do you think you'll do the horse shows and all that kind of stuff? I don't foresee it ending yeah. anytime soon. I mean, my parents are still really active in it. I still mm-hmm. really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually would like to try and get back to being able to ride my large horse a lot more um, now that I'm finished with residency and have kind of a little bit more of an availability of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have um, you looked into like a barn and stuff to bring it down here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's that's in my future plans for the next year is to gotcha. move my horse. Oh, you got the trucks, so now you can pull the trailer. Exactly. Right? Ah, look at that. I mean, we knew she was smart, guys. Yeah. Uh, I guess she knows how to plan stuff, too. Yep. All right. But we found something we're better at her then. Oh, yeah. Are that's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Mario Kart. <laughs> I have that one victory over there. You do. You may have 20 Maybe. years of schooling in you. Exactly. As long but. as we don't switch to horses instead of carts, we we still <laughs> got an advantage. No, it took 10 years. <laughs> that's wild. Uh, yeah. I, I remember, like, I went through my undergrad and my dad, and, well, are you sure you don't want to get just your master's? And I just kept, from what I do... It wouldn't have made too big of a difference, and with student loan, I was just like, you know, I'm yes, just ready to be done with school. And if I'm going to go back, I know, I know, you got the student yeah. loans way Why better. Are student loans are real. <laughs> they are, yeah. Student loans suck. Yeah, they do. Um, but yeah, one, no. there's not one over that way. Okay, maybe it closed down. There was one. Uh, there was one over there, but maybe it, maybe it shut I think down. It closed but, down. So what else? What else? What else are your hobbies? So you, are you? It's just, just horses, no football, no basketball. I mean, um, I like I like football, but I don't. I'm not an avid football mm-hmm. person. Most of the time, I if I watch football, it's college football. Um, yeah. I enjoy that a little bit more than yeah. than NFL football. Um, but I will always watch the Super Bowl. Um, but I also always watch the Iron Bowl because I'm an Auburn fan. Auburn oh. Alabama. Okay. Oh. My mom went Auburn. So you're a Cam Bowl. Newton fan. Come on, he brought yeah. y'all a national championship yeah. with a trophy yeah. outside. Yeah. He came back on was, Alabama for I was a fan you. When, uh, when he was playing for Auburn and such. I, I kind of fell off of watching when he went to the Panthers. I've been to a Panthers game or two, but yeah. I'm not as mm-hmm. an avid NFL person. Okay. Um, I do enjoy going to football games and, and watching it, but I'm not going to, like, watch it every single Sunday. It's probably because you don't drink beer. It See, probably that's, is. That's, you know, that's, that's the that whole thing. The Panthers yeah. drove me to drink. <laughs> Still pay a whole basement because of them, but yeah. Well, <laughs> residency unfortunately um, kind of takes away a lot of your spare time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It challenges your um, your time management skills, but it also takes away a whole lot of you know your your social time and your other free time because you have so many things to get done. And mm-hmm. with recently finishing residency, I'm reincorporating a lot of the things that I gave up. And kind of learning how to be a, a normal person and not a resident again. Yeah, right. Um, so as of right now, um, it's basically my dogs and when I get a chance, go and see my family, hang out with friends. Um, and now did you, how was that transition with doing all the residency stuff? And like you said, you didn't have a lot of time to kind of maybe relax or cut loose, like making friends. Deceleration and, injury to the brain. Would do what? Uh, Basically, uh, is the best way that I can explain it. Whoa, whoa. You're going to have to put that name in terms. You've got to put those words together. (laughs) Well, when you're doing, um, the easiest way to really kind of explain it is when you you go from undergrad to, you know, grad school and Mm -hmm. into residency, you're kind of like escalating as you go 
um, in different ways what you kind of expect your learning curve to be. Your learning curve continues to increase, especially during residency. Mm -hmm. um, and once you get used to constantly having a topic discussion and having a presentation to do and having all these studies to read and, you know, you're always doing something. Your mind is always active. Right. Um, at work, you were, you know, juggling however many different things. When I got home, I was doing, you know, different assignments and preparing for the next day's topic discussions and different things or looking up different questions that I had had during the day. And then when you're not a resident anymore, when that stops and you've graduated out of your program, you get home and you don't have anything. Yeah. So it's very, it, it doesn't make any sense, but it's <laughs> odd to have that much free time. And it actually kind of bothered me for a while. I'm like, oh my God, like I've cleaned my house, like I've done my laundry. I don't have anything to work on. I don't know what to do with myself. I get it. And that's kind of something that happens with everybody once you get out of school. Like once you stop having, oh, I, I know I have a project due next week or I know that I should be looking at this anyway exactly. because down the road I'm going to need that. Uh, it was the same for me when I first started working. I felt like I didn't, because there's something of the fact that, I need to do when I'm Yeah, because you can yeah. leave work exactly. at work. It's, yeah. it's hard to do compared to being a student yes. where you're constant. Yeah. You're well, always actually, a student. I got like, like less stressed once I had a real job. Because yeah, I felt like same. the same thing when yeah. you were in school. It was like, oh, you're sitting there laying in bed and you're thinking about the tests or the projects right. or the assignments do. Whereas in work, you know stuff's coming up. Yeah. But you're kind of like, I have to do this because A, bills are due and they don't right. stop. And B... Like, what else am I going to do besides sit at the house kind of thing? Yeah. So, like, I don't stress. And, like, the same thing. I'm one of those people who, those first couple of years you try to figure out in your, you know, your job, like, all right, do I want my whole life to be devoted about work or am I going to actually have a life outside of it? So I've always tried to live by, like Corey said, leave work at work. Yep. Yep. When I go out to drink beers and socialize, I try not to talk about work because I want to get away from that. Yep, you know, exactly. I want to be able to cut loose. And try to just be able to just be somebody else because you got a family, you got friends, you got other things, hobbies that, to me, like I said, you can be passionate about what you do. Yeah. Right. But it is ultimately your happiness and what are the memories going to be with hanging out with people and doing stuff that you'll look back. You always, to me, you always look back and go, you'll never say, man, I shouldn't have went on that vacation. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying that I didn't have a work-life balance because yeah. that's really important through, you know, if you do go especially into things like grad school and then residency after grad school, um, it's important to maintain your work-life balance. Otherwise, you'll go crazy. Yeah, of but, so I still, you know, would go out with friends and still be able to do different things. I would take my dogs to the park. I would take them places on weekends. I would still enjoy you know, doing the things that, that I wanted to, just maybe not as many of the things yes. that I used right. to. Yeah. And then I would always have something to work on. Yeah. And I mean, time management was a, was a big part of it, but getting home and not having anything to time manage, <laughs> um, yeah. it took a little getting used to. Yeah. And, uh, I think one of the things, especially with people coming out of residency, what they fall into is when you kind of hit that deceleration and you don't have as much to do, you just wind up working more. Yeah. And that, I mean, I was guilty of, you know, working some overtime and, and falling into that trap a little bit, but you just, you feel like you need to be doing something. So I can't, I gave up like six different hobbies. So what else am I going to do other than work? Because I haven't had these things in yeah. so many years. And it's, yeah. it's a challenge to kind of make yourself reincorporate those. So things how in the world did you, life. did you stumble across <clears throat> Oh, so I used uh, through some friends. Some like friends. I said, I have worked mm -hmm. on balance. Yeah. So you just, and that was, they ended up taking you. Like, so, I, like, because so, going from residency up where you were in Moorhead City and then down here to Charlotte, did you, did you know some people down here? No, or I didn't. It, you did. So you just kind of met people through work, I would yeah. guess. And then they kind of just showed you the ropes and then you kind of just figured out what you liked. And... Yeah, met people through work, met people through friends who have friends here. Gotcha. Um, you know, different things. I mean, you don't have a ton of time to run out and meet random people yeah. uh, while you're in residency, but, you know, just basically friends of friends and friends from work and yeah. different things. So the people at Saeed's exactly. showing up at their house. To yeah. Yeah. Cook out. I mean, Can I meet mean, lots of interesting people. Oh, <laughs> no doubt about that. Yeah. No doubt. 
So we're at the point now. I think it's time to grab the notebook. Oh, it is the Warehouse Distillery <laughs> Escape 109 notebook. Of course, Warehouse Distillery is our liquor of choice here on the Beards Watch podcast. We have got stickers. We have got codes, brochures. Go find there. They have a bourbon, a maple, and a rye whiskey. Uh, request at your local liquor store. It makes the greatest mixed drinks, or you can just drink it straight. Escape 109, Davidson's premier escape room. If you've got a sweet thing, if you've got a friend, if you've got whatever, go out there, get out of the heat, or get out of the cold when it gets a little colder in the uh, here later in the year, and go do a little escape room. He's building a second one as well. And I asked uh, the Queen City Wing special this week. There is no Queen City Wing special this no. week. So... We'll get on that. Still, still go by Queen Still go by, still go by get you some wings, of course. While we're also here, we'll do a little housekeeping while she's looking for a question. Can I pick something that's checkmarked? Do not pick anything Don't that's checkmarked. Yes, yes. Man, there's a lot in the, the front that's checkmarked. The pick them top, top ten, our NFL pick them top ten. Number one, Jeff. Number two, John. Number three, Taylor. Number four, Cosby. Fifth, Buck. Sixth, Duval. Seventh, Trent. Eight is Jesse, nine is Brittany, uh, Brittany McKinney, ten is Ralph. Corey, you're sitting at 17th. Jesus, you're in 26th, and my ass is in 27th, which is pretty bad. But it's weird because this year is the first year I did the drop the lowest score. So with it being two weeks, it's taking your highest score, and I've gotten seven on both times. So instead of having 14 points, I only have seven points. So somebody who may have not even scored that well, in the first week, but I had a great. So once we get to yeah. week three and four, and at least start even, even, even out, out yeah. and stuff. But it's also been a crazy couple of weeks. It has, yeah. I mean, the Patriots lost. The, the both Super Bowl champions, or both people in the Super Bowl last year, both lost this past week. Yeah, the Eagles, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of one and one. Buccaneers are exactly the Bucs are leading the conference. Yeah. Oh God, it's a it's a crazy also week. last week to get it in. Survivor starts next week. Our fantasy game will be firing back up again. If you need rules and instructions, let me know. You basically pick six castaways. You get points for whenever they go out and all that kind of stuff. We have a lot of bonus points. If you want to join that, um, join that. We have a cool little trophy, a triple Emmy sauce trophy on that. So I think, yeah, if you haven't bought a T-shirt. We're also working on a new Brewer Review logo. And we're going to hopefully release those T-shirts out. So somebody, if you want to buy one of those, we're working on that. Marcus is going to hook us up, and uh, so we can have a shirt that kind of says "You Brew It, Review It" type scenario as well. So, nice. yeah. Heather, did you find a question? Oh boy, I am attempting. Oh, you're still looking? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's see. While you're still looking, yeah, you might have to skip a little bit. There, yeah, a lot of the early ones are. There's a lot of check marks. Mm-hmm. A lot of check marks. Yeah. So yeah. That's uh, that's our. Uh, I think we're all housekeeping. Corey, got anything on? Uh, no. Hope everybody stayed safe during the hurricane. Yes. Um, yes. Or a tropical storm. I don't. I don't know what it ended up being. But I think it ended up. I think it ended up being a tropical, being a tropical yeah. storm. Yeah. We were we're pretty good here, Corey. I know you were in uh, Chapel Hill visiting some friends. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, drove through a little bit of it. Yeah. But. Luckily, we had no no real big damage. Just a lot of rain, a lot of sogginess. Did y'all lose power at all? Not that I was. If we lost power, I was asleep. But not that I was aware <laughs> yeah. of. We stayed, and like I said, even our satellite, we stayed pretty strong. We were able Definitely to watch, Sunday. watch the game all day Sunday. We yeah. had a contingency. If it didn't, I have Sling TV. We were able to watch the game, so yeah. we were we were prepared. And we were I, my house only lost power because the limb fell. Right. On a neighbor's yeah, that's, power that's what most of it was. Yeah. And so, but it caught fire, so we called the fire department, and then they called yeah. the cable company, or they called the power company. I was impressed how fast they got that cleaned up, though. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, if we were, we weren't going to call them, but it started smoking and caught fire. Yeah. So, the fire company came out, and they completely, like, chopped it down, and then they are like, go ahead and fix their power. They came out, and I think my roommate said it was only out for, like, Hour and a half, two hours, something like that. Yeah, but so. there, there were a lot of people from all over the southeast came just in case for the storm. Like, we yeah. saw trucks lined up on the highway just yep. in case, you know, in case there was flooding, in case people got stranded or, or 
you know, there were a couple of cars that had wiped out, probably just driving too aggressive yep. the, the water, but yeah, yeah, for the most part, it, it, was, was, pretty it, was, it was pretty. It was a pretty calm hurricane slash yeah. tropical storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was no Fran. It was no Floyd. No, nope. Yeah. Definitely not. All right, did you see the one? I think so. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, would you rather swim with sharks or run with bulls? Oh. Any name next to it? No. Swim with sharks. I've already swam with sharks. I swam with sharks. Yeah. <laughs> I swam with sharks uh, twice. First time was in the Disney World Aquarium. Scuba dive with them. Yeah, me and my brother, we, it was pretty cool. Uh, we got our scuba license in college, our certification. And so we did the, their, at the time it was the biggest aquarium before Atlanta upped them again. And I remember sitting, we got to the very bottom and just a nice little bull shark. It was within touching distance. I wasn't brave enough to try to touch it. They yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't want to stick out. Yeah, didn't want to stick the hand yeah. up just in case he was yeah. hungry. And then the same, and then that same trip, we went out to the Caribbean and we swam, and there were sharks out there too. So I swam with sharks. So I'll uh, running with bulls. I'd have to probably like train with that because right now I'm sure I'd get pierced by a horn. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll go with I'll go with. I mean, obviously I swam with sharks, so the next one would be run with bulls for me, obviously. Just to check it off the list. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Wow. Check it off the list. <laughs> Jeeves. Eh, I'd probably I'd go with swimming with sharks. Yeah, because I mean, really, (laughs) (laughs) one you're underwater, but you don't have to really like train for it, like you said, for the running with the bulls. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't think you have to train for either of them. I mean, you can just show up. Yeah, see, I, I'm taking the question as, like, if I got thrown into the yeah. ocean and now I'm swimming with sharks or I got thrown into, like, the bull pen. So you're taking, I'm taking <laughs> yeah. this more of, like, a choice. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, so you're, you're yeah. saying yeah. prepare for, okay, yeah. all right, we'll go with that. Like, we'll you, that. you made a conscious decision. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. it's not conscious enough where you're going to do exactly. what you want to do, but. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I do swim with sharks. Okay. Alright, um, I'm gonna go with running with bulls because um, you got that long I mean, strides. Yeah, it, and you ran track, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also the fact that yeah. you know it's <laughs> it's not obvious, but I'm not a strong swimmer. Um, <laughs> we'll keep all stereotypes yeah, yeah. aside. Yeah, exactly. I'll actually have only seen Corey up to the pool water up to his knees. So okay. hey, yeah, it's not my fault that most pools don't go deeper than five. Feet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think if if worse came to worse and a, a shark was bearing down on me, I'm not going to be able to maneuver out of his way too much. But if it's a bull, at least I can you know dive onto something or try and grab onto something else. With sharks, I'm already in water. I already am at a disadvantage to, like, this 300-million-year-old predator. I'm going to take the bulls. All right. That's fair enough. Yeah. I would take the sharks. Really? Yeah, because in my mind, swimming with sharks, they're they're kind of, you know, chilling. They're docile. They're not necessarily already ramped up. Yeah. As long as you don't throw some chum. Exactly, yeah. That's not part of the scenario. (laughs) Okay. Um, But if it's just swimming with sharks, for the most part, I feel like they're just chilling. Running with bulls, they're already ramped up, and I don't want to be a part of that. This is fair. They were probably, like, whipped a little bit. Yeah. And I'm not that fast, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would, uh, I think, to me, that running with bulls would be a little more chaotic because then you have to worry about the people around you. True. Because, like, all of a sudden it takes us just somebody. I mean, Corey, but you're a big dude. So, like, you you would be the dude that's bodying other people. That would be a stiff arm. Exactly. Yeah. 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 What is it? You don't have to outswim the sharks, just your friend? Exactly. I'm pretty sure the bulls won't. They just keep going. That's true. See, plenty of those videos where the bull just keeps taking that horn and just. Yeah. Demolishing whoever it is that he finds. So, yeah, yeah they, they also do like crazy stuff to those bulls. Like they blind them and they they stab them in the yeah, in the test. Yeah, so no, I can agree. <laughs> no, that's why I take the shit. Like I, I I just think I can outrun someone quicker than I can outswim somebody. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it would be a calmer scenario with the sharks because they're not already upset. Yeah. The bulls, I feel like, are already upset, and True. that's just. Yeah. One step higher on the ladder of danger. Yeah. yeah. 
come from someone who is a professional champion <laughs> miniature horse and, right? and, and EMT and a and and I don't, what do you not do right, right? I mean what is you not do this podcast okay. you've done that for 59 minutes there you go we're back to the beginning <laughs> but you can't drink beer can't play beer your cart but that's okay you can do everything else you can exactly. save lives yeah. have you ever indirectly saved a life like that phrase. So is it the fray? How to save a life? That sounds That's right. a good song. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is that, yeah. No, it's the fray. It might be your, your site. It's part of the team, so it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. But have you ever had to, like, okay, there's the last question on that. <laughs> Do you hate doctor shows? Mm. Or some, I mean, obviously oh, some like medical shows. Medical in shows in general. I, they do bother me. Yeah, because I know they're going to go over the top because it's a drama and they're trying to get people to watch, right? They, they're getting they the ratings. Do, they do go over the top. They have a lot of things that are not true. Yeah. Um, like one of my biggest things that you see is they shock someone who's flatlined. That does that's not a thing. Okay. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't work. You yeah. have to have some it's, sort of underlying rhythm. Mm-hmm. You only have two shockable rhythms. It's either V-fib or V-tac or pulseless V-tac, excuse me. Shocking a flat nine is not going to do you anything. Gotcha. And that, that bothers me. And it's just stuff like that, like little mm. things. So you don't necessarily watch them then? Not usually, no. no. Okay. All right. I just had that. The question came yeah. back to me. Well, it's I'm sure we could go another hour talking about how smart you are, but you even though you don't want to, I know. You're very humble, which is, you're probably the most humble doctor I've ever come across. So. We're right up there to take your money. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to take your money. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to give it away. Exactly. <laughs> if you're good at something, never do it for free. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How was your first podcast experience? It was fun. Would you come back? Yeah. All right, that was a hesitation there. Uh, so. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, as long as you don't make me drink beer, I'm good. Hey, next time we'll play Liquorio cards. Yeah, Liquorio Liquorio card or something. The question is, can you handle it? Oh, yeah. I can uh, handle two rounds. I, I mean, mean, I, I got to know in advance. Well, actually, the real question is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. is she ever going to hang out with us outside of doing this podcast now? That's true. Um, depends on what I mean, she came back doing. after the last conversation. We'll, we'll let you know. We got That's some stuff. Point. It's the fall time, which is my favorite season. So there's a lot of stuff going on during the weekends. But I know your schedule's crazy. But we know you're an expert in time management. Mm-hmm. So we'll let you know when we do some stuff. Would you even would you come brewery hopping even though you don't drink beer? Yeah, I mean I. Well, we hit a couple of distilleries. I'm just usually yeah. the driver. Okay. So I. T- I You're a nice person. I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopping. All right. All right. I just normally I have friends that that drink beer and so like we've been to. But like you can drink you don't drink wine. I do drink wine. Okay, because they usually have like wine at yeah. spots. Okay. But like if we go to Asheville for the day or something, yeah. I'll just drive and let my friends like do Cutlers. brewery things and cut loose. They just sleep on the whole way back then. Well, no, mm-hmm. they jam out to the radio with me. Then I'll okay. let them sleep. Just, Actually, yeah. well, some of them do. Some yeah. of them fall asleep. Sleep, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're glad that you had you on. I will claim this as the smartest or most educated, <laughs> most person educated we've ever which had. Means we spoke the least. Of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, which yeah. is good. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let the smart people speak. Yeah. Yeah. The most educated person we've ever had on the Beards Watch. I didn't even realize you were a doctor until halfway through, <laughs> and that's fantastic. And we will send it out. Do you have any final words? No, it was a lot like, of fun. Thank you for having me. Apple a day keeps the doctor away, or like go get your heart checked, or get a what's the guy thing you have to do at thirty five. Prostate exam. Prostate exam. Oh, boy. Yeah. Nothing of those tips. I mean, do you want me to, like, say, go get your flu shot or something? I, you tell me. You're the <laughs> Do flu shots really work? Flu shots do work. Okay, and because I am an avid... That's one of my uh, big old... I want to say, what's the word? I mean, nothing I'm is 100%. Yeah. They definitely don't cause the flu. Okay. Mm. That's one of my conspiracy theories. I I usually just chug a bunch of vitamin C and try not to like lick other people's pencils and pens at work. I mean, that's good advice. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, keep my hands clean and just stay away from coughing people. And, and if you do start licking things, I'm gonna put you in a helmet. That I should. Yeah, it's absolutely correct. For the best. Yeah. Put them in a padded room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just put me in the basement. We'll be all right. We've got plenty of things. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all right. Bye. We'll send it out. Heather, thanks for stopping by. Hope yeah. to see you again soon. How if people need more would like if you like people to follow you on social media, how do you have any now? No, I mean I'm on Facebook, but not really okay. like anything. Do you have a follow. Twitter? No. You don't. Okay. Well, there was I'm one... sure that I have one somewhere, but I, I think I found you. I don't know the mm-hmm. login information anymore. Because and... I typed in your name, I think your last tweet was twenty fifteen and it was a stitch like in the rain. 
I'll pull it up for you because I, I always it was like probably look for people. about my grad school. It might have been. I'll pull it up for you because I actually did follow you because I at least tagged you on yeah. Twitter, even though you haven't been active in so, three, four funny years. Funny story the only reason I have a Twitter is because back when I was in grad school, some of our professors would tweet out questions, like practice questions. Mm, yeah. Like when we were in, like, um, I even forget what class it was, but some of like the pharmacotherapy classes and stuff, they would tweet out questions. And that was how. They it was like part of their class or something. And that was pretty much the reason I have a Twitter. Uh, it was like your profile picture of you sitting in like a car, like a hot rod or something. Yeah, yeah. it probably was me, but I don't even know okay. how to log on anymore. Mm-hmm. No worries. I'll just tag you anyway. No worries. Yeah. All right. As always, like, comment, subscribe, share. We will catch you next time. Peace.